0: it's the 12 parts of christmas and this is notes me it's the 12 parts of christmas and this is notes me it's the 12 parts of christmas and this is notes me now it's time for brandon and steve wait wait a minute steve did you just hear that theme song
1: it makes me very happy every single time i love jer but like it's 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 hot
0: outside and yet we hear the 12 pods jingle i know i
1: saw i just saw santa
0: yeah yeah you did oh my gosh
1: i hung out with the big fella yesterday he was hanging out the splash pad wayland yeah. Um with it with his swim trunks and everything on. He was he had some like cool shoes that he was like non slip because he couldn't fall because it's you know he's on vacation. He's on vacation, absolutely. But he just hung out Wayland for a little bit, I guess, because farmers market. I like yeah, I had it. got a picture with a big man. So like and he was a big man. Yeah. Sanded He's six foot five.
0: He's good. He's he
1: was looking good. He so. was, he's he's on a, he's on a summer weight right now. He's doing doing fine. Working out. That cookies laid down. Mrs. Claus said no cookies, but he did have a hot dog.
0: Hey, there you go. You gotta yeah, give yourself a wiener. But it absolutely.
1: is you. You are wrong. You are not wrong. It is uh, July, and um, and we're talking. Uh, we're talking Christmas all week long. Yeah, and uh, it's funny.
0: You and I are. It's funny. Oh, like two weeks ago, you know, we had a very heart to heart episode with our listeners we're going we're going once a week steve
1: (laughs) what are we doing this week (laughs) hi guys if you haven't familiar with the north podcast hello Hello. um every year since we started back in 2020 yeah 2020 we started this um we were dumb and we decided that we were going to do something even stupider than we normally are
0: yeah
1: that in the month of December, we're gonna do 12 podcasts, which ended up being between 13 or 14, depending on the month. Mm-hmm. But 12 Christmas related podcasts, we call it the 12 pods of Christmas. Now, this has taken a life of its own. So even though we've only doing we're doing one a week right now, last year we did hate month and we decided we were gonna do 12, we we're gonna do three podcasts or Christmas hate because <laughs> it's a lot of fun. that's a lot of hate to find with Christmas music. It was yeah. easy. Yeah. So he said, you know what? We want to do a Christmas in July every year now, which means we're going to do three podcasts in one week. Because why the hell not? Doesn't matter that we're busy. Doesn't matter that we're this is we're recording this today. It's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Um we'll sleep when we're dead. Yeah. Uh, but we are gonna yeah. do three podcasts this week. We are gonna to do today's podcast, which will be introduced in just a moment. If you didn't read the graphic. We're going to do a podcast on Wednesday, which is going to be a draft. And then on Friday, we've got our the piece, the resistance of podcasting, <laughs> Absolutely. Christmas Absolutely. podcasting. The man that inspired one of our games. Um, it's
0: going to be the pinnacle of the 12 pods of Christmas in it general. Is the,
1: the pinnacle of 2023, I think, is what this actually is <laughs> going to be. It is, yeah. we, We've hit the mountaintop in late July. It's all downhill from here. It's all downhill. I think he'd appreciate that. So for sure. Um, before we get started, though, Brian, before we talk about today's uh our artists, I want to mention one last one thing before we start here. A little bit of condolences. Go for it, guys. On July twenty first, which was which is July twenty second when this comes out, July twenty third. On July twenty first, we lost a legend. Um, Mm -hmm. we did want to make sure that we brought up Tony. Um, we we talked about him with Gaga, and. Mm You know, our, our, our you know, I don't want to say thoughts and prayers, but our good vibes go out to his family, his friends, and people that are around him that knew him, that are experiencing this loss. As a music community, as a music podcast, life is not as great when Tony's not involved. So, Absolutely. you know, I wanted to make sure I mentioned that, that there is some heartfelt there. We all know he had retired from music. He's in his mid to late 90s. Um, but yeah. um, it's still... We kind of all knew it was going to happen. He was kind of sick. Mm-hmm. It still sucks. So
0: one of the late, one of the latest and greatest crooners ever. The dude was
1: probably the last one left of yeah, his generation. I mean, I think so. I mean, really, if you think absolute about it, legend. Yeah, yeah. Tony, Tony was probably the last one left of his generation because now we got like Mike Bubble. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody else really.
0: Josh Groban.
1: I don't think he was a crooner, though. He's more that's just true. like a gospel singer.
0: That's true.
1: He's more just Groban. Yeah. Like, Buble is actually a crooner. He he dabbles more there than anybody else. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's I don't... True. I just
1: don't. I, I that just don't. We talked yeah. about how that that genre, like, went away. Mm-hmm. And we did talk about how jazz is making a comeback. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe. I mean, we, we can fingers crossed for Big Band and make its way back at some way, shape, or form, however it works, but yeah you know i hope i hope that comes back but yeah okay so no more sads no more feelings we're back into christmas it's happy time so brandon we are talking about a christmas mount rushmore artist i
0: would say so
1: he's like right next to mariah right
0: right next to (laughs) in, but he's you know what mariah is in between him and bing
1: i i could agree with that yeah i could say that so brandon who are we talking about today
0: Guys, we are talking about another another old guy. I mean, yep, he's dead now. But he, I mean, yep.
1: a few years old.
0: Yeah, but nonetheless, um, just in a a classic, the classic guy, absolute classic. We are talking about Andy Williams and the album, the Andy Williams Christmas album.
1: Yeah, you're you're not wrong. That was very very easy title here. You know? Yeah,
0: back in the day, it's the, those the albums were just very straightforward cut and dry you know bing people crosby happy was, to get, bing crosby it was white christmas
1: people were just happy to get music like absolutely. i didn't care there was no singles they're just like you right you just you got an album it just like popped the radio every once in a while like yeah absolutely new music so now we're you know we're on spotify and amazon music and we're like give me singles right you know while waiting for the streaming things to come out with just episodes of stuff coming out i never heard of before i'm like holy crap that's out now
0: right i've watched exactly. tv and.
1: Weeks, I think it's been a
0: while. It's been a yeah. I'm currently watching quarterbacks on Netflix. Oh, do you, you know what that's about? Right?
1: Yeah, it's about like Kirk Cousins. It's the
0: Pat Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, Marcus Mariota from this past football season. So
1: yeah, I I'm, I'm interested in it. I just haven't gotten there yet. Like I just yeah. I don't have time. I mean, that I do have stuff time going on, but I also feel like really I don't want to think about it because I'm paying for all these subscriptions things that I don't ever use. Yeah, like people, other people in my house use them. I think but like you should have a sit down meeting with all you should have
0: a sit down meeting with all and be like do we use x y and z oh i've tried
1: i've tried that and i get voted down every single time there's like one or two shows on each of them that they like and i'm like "Mm." Mm.
0: well when you're done with that series we're gonna shut it off
1: (laughs) and you no, we're not going to because it just happens like i I have a couple of them like i shared a password with you (laughs) (laughs) not telling you which one yeah exactly And you share one with me not telling you which one right but you know that's what we do has mm-hmm. to cost a little bit here and there but i mean absolutely it works. absolutely but so we are talking about andy williams and his christmas album let's get into a little bit about andy williams there's a lot uh, i'm sure there's a lot here but so andy williams his actual name is actually was howard andrew williams good that's, old a howard. Solid,
0: that's a solid old timey name
1: yep good old good old it's, it's very very good it's very now there's nothing weird about it just no nope. straightforward very white very <laughs> iowa yeah, okay um, but it's it's where he's from so he's an actor American singer and TV personality from Wall Lake Iowa okay the act is active from 1938 to 2012 just like pretty much passed away wasn't doing anything else oh, he like okay. went right up to when he like kicked the bucket which was wow. from 2012. yeah um started in music by joining his three older brothers <laughs> Bob Don and Dick Williams I hope it was Richard Williams, but not Dick Williams. But it might have been Dick. I know a Dick. That, hey, a I Dick Williams I know a couple yeah, of dicks, go. actually. <laughs> a Dick Willie. Like, yeah. like oh, how he got that. Got the short end of the stick there. I'm just saying right now. His name was actually good. Everybody else is like, oh, Bob Bob Williams and right. Dick Williams. Like, Dick's just like, guys, what the hell? Right. Mom and dad was like lost at that point. Apparently. Uh, they actually created the Williams Brothers Quartet, was their group name. And they started out performing in various radio stations in Iowa, Chicago, and Cincinnati, which was kind of the norm of there. You start a group, you get on the radio, but like yeah. you do like live radio and then yeah. work it out there because they didn't record that stuff until we talked about the Bing Crosby it was at like the fifties. They started recording things for radio. And that yep. was Bing that did that after World War II.
0: Sure. Before
1: yep. you just performed live on radio and people listened or they missed it. Right. It was like old school TV. Right. Um, the group moved to LA in 1943 and sang with Bing Crosby on his hit record, Swinging on the Star. And they appeared in several films. Now, shortly after that, they were signed to a recording contract with MGM Studios. They were going to be in movies, but they had to cancel the contract after Bob, damn it, Bob was drafted in the military Bob. and ended up going to World War II. Okay. Um, now, the younger three brothers did actually end up working for MGM, just in a smaller thing. They did some choir roles while Bob was over there fighting, and they ended up reuniting in 1947 when Bob got back. Bob did not die in the war; he made it back. Good job, Bob. Um, good way to go, Bob. Now they they recorded together. From 47 to 53, they end up splitting and going their own separate ways in 53. Um, but during the time they worked for MGM, they worked for several other people, and they ended up doing some solo stuff as well, or like solo group stuff away mm-hmm. from MGM. Now, Andy hosted the Andy Williams Variety Show from 1962 to 1971. Did spawn his Christmas specials, went on, which went on to air from 1961 to 1974, and then started back up again in 1982 until the mid-90s. So he did a Christmas special every year for the better part of like 25 years. Yeah. Um, Hosted the Grammys a record seven consecutive times in the 1970s. Oh, wow. Seven years in a row, he hosted the Grammys. It's like Trevor Noah. I think Trevor Noah's done it two or three years years in a row the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, 43 albums this dude's put out. Insane. And of those eight Christmas albums, of the 43, Adam of Christmas albums.
0: Okay. I feel like that's a good
1: ratio. It's a ratio. pretty good number. He's not just the Christmas guy, but he is. Right. Um, he is kind of known as the king of Christmas. He is, is called that point there. Um, 79 singles. He was the eighth best artist on the 1960s, according to Billboard, which is sales. Mm-hmm. So he was the eighth best-selling artist in the 1960s. Okay. Think of that. You got like the Beatles, right. you got the Stones, you got Hendrix, you got Janis Joplin, countless, countless, yeah, absolutely. And, and he was the eighth eight? best artist in the of the '60s. That's awesome. Kind of works out there. He had six Grammy nominations, but no wins. Oh. Never won a Grammy. Okay, posted seven times, never won anything. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he did perform at a Super Bowl. Huh. Super Bowl seven in uh la he was a halftime show performer interesting so it goes, goes to show you that the super bowl didn't you know the whole having old white guys on stage the super bowl isn't a new thing it yeah. happened for quite a long time yeah but it was probably the second best halftime show in la and you know, after the one that happened a couple of years ago yeah yeah you know, works out Up, here upside down 50 upside down 50 yeah. oh poor poor 50 yeah um now One of the things I found pretty interesting about him before we get to a Spotify listeners, um, and I didn't know this, but did you know that Richard Nixon was actually in the 70s trying to deport John Lennon? (laughs) Really? Yeah, he was was trying to deport John Lennon because he was very much against the the war in Vietnam and was speaking up. Well, you Uh, know, Lennon was kind of an asshole anyway. Oh, yeah. Was very politically motivated and very, like, angry about everything and had no problem walking around naked and telling everybody his feelings. Yeah. But Andy Williams actually spoke on john lennon's behalf to richard nixon was was very very vo- much vocally against the deportation of john lennon interesting i would not have thought that uh-uh. i would have thought andy has been like yep get the bird out as long as he takes yoko with him he can go right but then again if john would have got deported
0: he would have died
1: not have gotten shot
0: conspiracy
1: there we go nixon had it out for him that's what happened
0: it's all part of it all and then you know a handful of years later watergate happened and it's a whole thing yeah
1: john lennon was actually deep throat that's what <laughs> happened um yeah. yep put that on wax that's actually what happened i i, I you're not far off i think you're right and, and he he got other dick out of office there's there's been a couple of dicks in this podcast already today yeah not in not including me it's just it's, we got the we got, right. trifecta hey Ah.
0: bermuda wang
1: triangle (laughs) i love it this episode brought to you by Slingin' weenies um (laughs) so how yeah right how many spotify listeners do you think andy's pulling right now
0: right now right now summer of 2023
1: summer of 2023 old boy's been dead for 11 years old
0: boy's been dead for 11 years gets a considerate boost nova end of october through the end of the year i'll say right now he is at 12.2 million
1: Ooh. man you really gave andy some credit okay one and a half
0: oh, okay All right. one and a half
1: mil i'm guessing getting closer to the like you said getting closer to the christmas season like maybe end of september he's yeah. probably gonna start creeping um but he does end up um we'll, we'll talk about his, his album here in a minute this album because it does end up charting almost every year oh i'm um, not surprised now the andy williams christmas album it was released October 14th, 1963. It's his 12th studio album. It was his first one, though. It was his first Christmas album. Okay. Um, It's 12 tracks, 33 minutes long.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Billboard did a Christmas chart up until 2018. It's not doing it 2018. Now, this wow. album charted every single year on that Christmas chart since it was debuted. Crazy. From 1963 to 2018 or Not surprised, but... Yep. In 2018 when the chart no longer existed, the album debuted on the 200 on the, on the top 200 at 152. Oh wow. And in January of 2022, it reached number 14 on its third re-entry in the chart. Oh my. So it's it's gone since 2018 it's been in and out of the charts three times and has peaked as high as number 14 on the Billboard chart. Incredible. So was certified gold in December of 1964, which is 500,000 albums sold. Platinum in 1986, which is over a million sold, and I believe at this point it's at least quadruple platinum, so it sold well over four and a half million um, yeah. albums. Yeah. Now, the most wonderful time of the year was actually supposed to be written just for his variety show, mm-hmm. and he sang it each year on the variety show, which started in '61. This came on '63. And it was it was just supposed to kind of be a one-off, but to, to their surprise, it actually turned into a Christmas standard. Mm-hmm. And it was a complete accident. They wrote it just for his TV show.
0: Interesting.
1: They did not mean for that to happen. Um, now, the song itself, though, entered the Billboard Hot 100 in 2017 for the first time. It made it to number 34. Oh, wow came out it came out 1963 yeah and you know a good 50 years later Mm -hmm. uh, over 50 years later 50 almost 55 years later it hit the hot 100 at number 34 wow yeah just obscene
0: incredible Obscene.
1: yeah the amount of what's going on here so there's no singles because like we said before there's Albums that came out in the '50s, '60s, and even some of the '70s didn't have singles. It just wasn't something they did until really until the late '70s or the '80s is when record labels started putting out singles because music videos started coming out,
0: right?
1: And that's when that you know MTV kind of created that whole single vibe and the Hot 100 and all that other crap. Yep. So, yep. but no singles. Okay. All all gold all the way across the board. Absolutely. But um, Brandon, Steve. let's get into this now. If you guys aren't familiar with our Christmas episodes, they're a little shorter usually, but they're they're full-length episodes, they're just a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite track on the album?
0: Man, I went, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Did you? I did. Um, this track is the epitome of the holiday radio and shopping season. You can't help but have a smile on your face when you listen to it. Brings back the great memories of the hustle and bustle of self checkouts on Amazon and the cold temps that make you thankful for thermal undies. So, it's the most wonderful time of year, is my favorite track from this album.
1: I really think the first four tracks are kind of that that kind of fit that bill, really. Yeah. Personally, the first Absolutely. four of this album are like the like Christmas is like meh, it right gets th- you, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, me, I went with one of the other. Four. Um, okay. I with the Happy Holidays of holidays. The Holiday Season. Absolutely. Um, It's chalk, but it it is this is my I'm not going to say favorite Christmas song. This is my Christmas song, though. Mm-hmm. It is that one that I hear and I know it's Christmas. It may not That's be a true. favorite, but it's one that I can listen to and I don't get sick of this. Like I'll Be Home for Christmas by Mariah. I get sick of that yeah. because this track, like the other kind of the first four we talked about here, has some it's it's a it's it's got more than just andy in it the -hmm. band is is awesome you can hear something different every time you listen to it Mm -hmm. the different you know the different musics that the musicians that come on here the different instruments that pop up there's so much more than just a christmas song here
0: absolutely
1: it does harken back to that big band feel that you really wanted the 40s and the 50s Mm -hmm. um and just i've i've heard this you know you hear it everywhere you hear it on tv you hear it all over the place one of my favorite places that I've, i hear this song is when we go down undoubtedly to florida to either disney or to universal i think it's just at universal because nbc owns this Got it. um and they play it and it's i know it's palm trees and sunshine and whatever yeah. but right there i'm like yep it's christmas Absolutely, like, it has a snow, it doesn't care. This is it's, it's Christmas, and this is yep. Andy. You hear Andy going, it's just like hearing Bing, it's Christmas, absolutely. So, uh, this song will outlive us all, and I'm okay with it, absolutely. I mean, most of these songs, this album, are gonna outlive us all, but oh, for sure. So, we're gonna play a game, and we're just gonna play one game, mm-hmm. and now. If You're not familiar with the with the 12 pots of Christmas. We tend we, we do play the Wang game every so often if we get a original album where there's more original songs than all of the Christmas standards. But generally, if we played the Wang game, it'd be the same game for 12 Street podcasts, uh, okay. because a lot of the same songs are on the same albums. So yeah. we don't play that one. Same thing, we don't do Shatner's Poetry Slam because it's the same songs on all of the same albums. Absolutely. Well, so the one game we did we typically play on the Christmas time is a game that makes Brandon guess some things that he hates guessing mm-hmm. and it makes me very happy. So what we do is I take, I ask him the top three most streamed tracks on Spotify and see if we can kind of figure this out. Now, This is a, a heavy hitter. So I am actually kind of surprised a couple of these. So let's see. So Brandon, do you have a guess at the number one track?
0: I'm debating between what's one and what's number two. Okay. Um, I'm going to say the most wonderful time of the year is number one. 100%. 663.832 million streams. Incredible. Incredible. Um and Yeah, I think the next one would be Happy Holidays the holiday season and number 2. It is.
1: Number 2 is uh that is correct. It is 87. Point, almost 87.6 million streams. Okay. I don't think you'll get the next one. Um
0: I'm going to go, I'm going to, I don't know if it's cheating or not, but like on Amazon, like it gives like a bar at the bottom of like how popular the song is Mm -hmm. on the Amazon platform. Yep. So going off of that, I'm going to go with the first Noel.
1: It is. It's number three. Okay. It is number three. Thirty point three million streams. That's insane. The next though. the next uh next closest, they're all over they're all over uh two million. All of the tracks are over two million. Uh the next closest is the Christmas song, which is chestnuts roasting chestnuts roasting on open fire. Is that 18.6? Yeah. Okay million streams you know i first
0: thought that maybe white christmas would be on there and i was like mm, no that's this is andy not bang it's only this was bang it's only
1: andy, four man. yeah it's only four million but that's that's up there too but i mean there's a few of them that are in the four and five million range yeah honestly you put these all together and you're probably looking at a good 750 million streams just to have a- some
0: absolutely just for an sure Amazon. for sure
1: but yeah you got them so that's that most wonderful hey. time of the year Woo. uh happy holidays and the first noel are the yep. three Love it. So it's time for us to get into our least favorite. Now this is Christmas music. So some of these least favorites tend to pop up every single year. Yeah. And there's some ones on here that are probably going to pop up. Yeah. So what do you got, man? What's your least favorite?
0: Uh, A song for the Christmas tree. The 12 days of Christmas.
1: Oh, it's so fucking bad. Oh,
0: is that the one that you picked too?
1: No, but it's the worst song in the first half. Absolutely. Side A, side B. So one through six is side A. Yeah. And then seven through 12 is side B. So it's the worst song on side A.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, well, that makes a lot more sense on this album than of why the side A, side B. I completely forgot that that's why mm-hmm. this is that. Anyway, um, so in general, Record. yes, exactly. Uh, in general, the song becomes repetitive very quickly. Yep. Um, just in, like I said, in general. Um, but this rendition just brings that to a whole new level. There's weird syncopation with different words that stray from the original or what I think is the original. Um, they're just so off to me and I got annoyed real quick um, uh-huh. with this one more often than I appreciated it. In fact, um, I don't think that I ever really appreciated it, but I at least wanted to put that in my notes that maybe I did once, um, but I didn't know.
1: The 12 Days of Christmas to me is is like the song that never ends. Um, it's it good. Just, yeah, it just, it just keeps going. It it's, does. Like, it's like 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Unless you're drinking beer, it doesn't matter.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: unless I'm actually getting 12 presents, shut up. Exactly. But leave me alone, because right. I, I that song. It's on my list of least favorites for sure. I don't like yeah. it. Gets my dang nerves. Sweet little baby but,
0: Jesus, was that yours? Because that was my that was my worst on the on side B.
1: No, it was up. all of side B sucks. <laughs> like I don't like any hey, of side B. I yeah. Side B is the worst. Um, but mine side, is on side B. All right. And what? uh, it is a song that I.
0: Spies. Pumps? It's,
1: it's the, the Purumpa Hump Dumba Dumps. <laughs> yes, it is Little Drummer Boy. And I almost went with Sweet Little Jesus Boy. Yeah. Because those two back-to-back made me want to murder this album. Um and then there was Silent Light Holy Night. And I you can't first of all, you can't follow Little Drummer Boy with Silent Night Holy Night for because it's not holy and silent anymore. Because you, you prump <laughs> hump dump the whole damn that, dude, you into it.
0: You <laughs> <Pahrumpa No>. hump. <laughs>
1: No, I I literally this drummer boy I've talked about this multiple times and I'm actually going to talk about it again on Friday in a different way. It's interesting. Okay. But um cuz it made me laugh. Um <laughs> but was, uh we'll get there guys. <laughs> it is it is one of this is probably the first version of this song I can remember hearing cuz everybody's covered this damn song at some point or another. Sure. This is probably the first version I can really remember as being a kid and not liking it. But it's it, it like it's you hear it and it like makes my eye twitch. Like I like like the extreme hatred is like, yeah like I have to hold this back. I can't I can't let all of the hatred out because it's only July right and I haven't got to December yet. And right. the Christmas hate does because come guys, don't it, worry, we'll get there for sure. <laughs> There's some interesting ones that have happened. Um, so it's it's so old. It, and it's so like everyone does it this way. And it, this is why it pisses me off because everyone's copied his style.
0: Mm-hmm. If it
1: was just him doing it this way, I don't think it'd bother me so much. Sure. But every time you hear this damn song in the hump, dump, dump, dumps, it is this way. Now, I wish it would be like Fergie doing, like my humps, my humps, my purple hump, humps. <laughs> like that would be better, I think. Tom, like, they told me. <laughs> Like we need we need Will, huh, I, huh, we need Will. Huh. I Am and and, she, and uh Fergie <laughs> <laughs> to get after this when she's not wetting herself on stage. That did happen, guys, by the way. Sorry, I could bring that up. Um, but I just I hate this song. <laughs> like yeah. I just can't do it. I, I listened to it and I listened to this album straight through the first time.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was like, well, the back half of the album sucks. But I can't pick the whole back half for my my deep cut, my least favorite. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna pick one. And I had a dump between those two, and I all just right humping ups All so right. we don't not play a second game so it's just back into our deep cuts man Absolutely. so You'll i'll start go a, first
0: yeah you do it man
1: i picked the the only true original song on the album okay and it was the k thompson's jingle bells
0: yeah for a hot second i thought that uh they brought on a, a golden state warrior until i actually like read for a hot second <laughs> <That one's laughs> good
1: old clay thompson <laughs> his dad was on this like way back in 63 yeah i don't even think he was that old at that point either no but it is the true original song on the album that you know it's jingle bells but they took their own spin on it now i know a few others were songs that were written just for andy like you know most wonderful time of the year and i think even uh happy holidays was kind of an Andy song as well yeah and those are his songs don't don't get me wrong even if somebody else did them those were his songs um but this one has that big band feel and it's just bigger than every other single song on this album that put together the upbeat tempo the backing chorus is so fun they're having a good time with it and it just gives you so much more than you're used to out of a christmas album especially that we get now you you get some fun ones from here and there Mm -hmm. but everybody in the 60s in the 50s and 60s was doing like bing they were doing like the first four songs which are great but they're not big band they're not like upbeat tempo gonna yeah. go after it when you think jingle bells you don't think this now i wish that more people would actually cover this rendition of mm-hmm. this song even mm-hmm. though it's far more difficult yeah to get the big band feel and everything in there to go after it that way mm-hmm. but i think like listening to this song and listening to a couple of the other albums that we've done for music so far you know i think actually could do this with a with the help of a backing band
0: um who are you saying who
1: yeah, who do you think could do this song with the help of a backing band? Like, who do you think could pull this off? Mm. Cause I got one. And I mean, we I do too, but it's not a man. Mine's both. It's a duo. Mine's Gaga. We haven't done a Gaga Christmas album, but she could do it. Yeah, who are you? I'm thinking? talking about a Christmas. She and him. Oh, I think I she think, and him could I didn't go after think it
0: that way. I didn't go that direction
1: with it. I think Zoe could go after it and get it with and with uh with i can't remember the guy the other guy's name but i think she and him,
0: him. with
1: yeah. yeah right him with a backing <laughs> band could could get after this song and uh-huh. make it make it fun mm-hmm. and kind of get that chorus feel into it too i think they could do it like this, this would have been sweet
0: if like gaga and tony could do it yeah honestly because that album was straight fire uh, the one that the both of them both of them are straight fire
1: yeah yeah yeah, both of them. Yeah, Tony, Tony Bennett and Gaga. It's I, I will tell you, last night, July twenty first, yeah. my wife and I went and saw Barenaked Ladies and uh Fight Nice. nice. Fantastic. and Delamitri, which I didn't know who Delamitri was. Where There's was that show? Called, uh Pine Knob. Oh nice. Okay. And just Sterling Heights or yeah. Clarkston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um fantastic show. But they they at when the show was over and like they had done their last song, they mm-hmm. played Tony oh meet me in San Francisco they played as you walked out
0: oh my gosh and I
1: was like, oh yeah well, that's nice and like my wife that was is like nice. she's like yeah Tony I was like yep and amazing show we'll be on that later talk about sure. you know the rest of July shows yeah next, yeah, yeah, yeah next month or so right but I will say there's like, some
0: stuff to talk about
1: <laughs> yeah yesterday's show was 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 pretty fun too and i mean there's some fun stories about about ed there's some fun stories about this i can't wait for oh know, my in a, gosh in about 10 days i'm gonna go see killer mike in dallas with uh yeah. nevera yeah i can't wait there's gonna be some fun some stories
0: stories oh my gosh
1: oh man so yeah that being said k williams jingle bells i felt like I was it. was the pinnacle of like an original for this mm-hmm. album so i loved that one so what was your what was your what was your, what was your deep
0: I went to the dark side, also known as the it's back IB. half. Side <laughs> B. Um, and I I picked the first Noel. Um it is the best one. It is the best one on this back half. Yep. But you know, and it it's the fir- it's the first, it's the first track of the back side, you yes. know, of, of the B side. And it and that's one thing I like about this this record is the first half was very radio friendly i'd say Mm -hmm. second half is the more traditional christmas standards right which is i completely understand why you not saying that you don't appreciate those kind of tracks but it's a lot when it's six straight tracks of it i get it um
1: just it was kind of one note for me was what's the problem i think i had with with it it was all very very like you end side A with the jingle bells. Yeah. The K-tops the Jingle Bells. And then you go into like fest
0: Sure. For like, sure.
1: Give me give me some spice.
0: I do think that the that the back, the B side does bookend itself nicely with the first Noel and Silent Night. but those middle four tracks are or three tracks are or whatever. it's are just awful, awful. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh the first Noel just I think that a lot of those, those tracks on the backside, just kind of go unnoticed because of the traditionalness of it, or they're Mm -hmm. underappreciated a little bit. I think the tracks in them in and of themselves, except for sweet little baby Jesus, eight pound, six ounce, little Jesus, um, stupid reference. That's not funny. Um, the string section of this one uh, (laughs) and the chorus behind Andy was also really great. Um, I can only imagine how this kind of would have sounded, you know, in in an old church or cathedral just with Andy and the choir just in there. So I again, like my
1: Jesus. I like my Jesus with long hair gonna party. Yeah, absolutely. Gonna yeah, party, yeah, absolutely. Chip. If
0: you're, not, if you're not first, you're last.
1: The old balls, Chip. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Help me Oprah. Help me up. Help me Oprah Winnifrey. <laughs> oh you and i should recreate that but you gotta be ricky bobby that's fine i'll be cat i'll I'll be Mike contra we got this
0: did you just put your ball sack on my drum set (laughs) (laughs) Yup. you're gonna die
1: (laughs) given given our given like actually given us and like kind of our our relationship but also our personalities yeah i would be john c riley in most situations (laughs) (laughs) absolutely mom <laughs> where's the meatloaf yeah that's that's a hundred percent i'm just <laughs> absolutely like the whole yeah. mike show, like butt cheeks apart and listen the spread right um, oh my yeah, gosh no. oh man now i'm, I'm bringing, a, what, now
0: i'm bringing in stepbrothers on
1: Brothers and talladega nights we got this all going in one, um yeah. it's the talladega so, brothers i love it so let's let's wrap up here man so mm-hmm. let's go final thoughts um yep i'll start here because we we bunny chilled way off um here no, we did there's not much that can be said about Andy Williams that hasn't been said. He is Christmas. I mean, like Blake Brandon said, it's him, it's Bing, it's Mariah, and then I don't know, maybe Mike Bubble. I, I don't really know at that point. Meh. But it's those those are the three. When you think Christmas music, you think of those three. Yeah. Um, and there's others definitely in there, but he kind of he didn't just make his make his hay on Christmas music, but it definitely got him going there. Got him going keep them in our in our periphery. Mm-hmm. The man did music, though, from 1938 all the way through World War II, all the way through Vietnam, the Korean War, all the way through the Cold War, Desert Storm, the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, and everything else. The man eclipsed multiple generations and did music that whole damn time. Like, hats off to that dude for still sticking it out and going after it for eight. 70 years 70 years 80 years like yeah yeah almost 80 years 75 years doing it like holy geez right these songs that are on here like i said those first four are staples they mm-hmm. are standards and their standards except for maybe white christmas is not is is not his song that's bing's but yep. those those two three and four happy holiday christmas song and most wonderful time of the year i think andy like I think of his voice. I may not mm-hmm. have recognized it was Andy Williams by the time, but I know that voice. I'm like, Yep, Christmas. We got this. Yep. Um, so his legacy will live on until shit, we're gone. Our kids and kids and their kids will figure it out. Um, he ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Nope. Um, this was a great way to kick off our Christmas in July because there is some hate, there is some love, there is some deep there's a lot of fun conversations. which happen all all month long in December. Yeah, you get a little bit of everything. Yep. You get either we completely hate an album, we trash it completely, which has happened. Yep. You get something we just whether intentionally love. or unintentionally. Yeah. Yeah. Something we just love. Oh, yeah. you know right,
0: la- and we just listen to the last two episodes from last year's Twelve Pots of Christmas. Guys, we ended on a downer.
1: <laughs> we did not think it was going to go that way, and it was terrible. <laughs> we should have yeah. listened to those before we actually set the, the lineup up, but we didn't. Yeah. Um, but you find ones that like are diamonds in the rough. You don't even know it's coming and it's just fantastic. And then you've had awesome conversations about Christmas music. Mm-hmm. We love Christmas and we're going to chat about it for damn yeah, near 23, 24 straight days. Mm-hmm. Um, So come back on Wednesday. Cause it's going to be fun. Brandon, what was your final thoughts on Andy?
0: Um, album is one of the most top quality Christmas albums and has absolutely become a timeless um, masterpiece overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy's voice is absolutely iconic, and be com- be compared to that of Bing Crosby and others. I put others because I couldn't think of Michael Bublé at the time. Um, just a or fantastic. Acting
1: Cole, I think is the other one too.
0: That's true. Yeah, you know, that's kind of yeah, along those lines. We know, we know the voice. We know it. Mm-hmm. Just a fantastic album overall. If you have an appreciation for music in general, you can't really go wrong. Seven and a half out of ten for me.
1: Yeah, and I'm going. I'm going with an eight. Sorry, right. to my rating. Sorry, I'm going with an eight. Yeah, I, I the. Really, he got two points for the first four songs each. Um, Other than that, sure. I mean, a little bit of bump for the Jingle Bells, but other than that, Absolutely. I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that Side A was awesome. I wouldn't even listen to Side B. Um, yeah. So that being said, we've got an awesome draft coming up on Wednesday. We talked about our 12 pods in December, and you're going to hear about 10 of those episodes Um, yep. coming up and coming up on Wednesday and our rankings of them. So Absolutely. keep it out for Wednesday. It should be a fun episode. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> There might, be a, there might be some interesting things happening there. Then Friday, who, buddy? It's gonna we're going to be. to space. Well,
0: I was going to say, we're basically playing an entire game the whole time. He did. Absolutely. Stay tuned. Notes, my goats. Notes, my goats.
1: Notes, my goats.